On this episode, we continue with the bracket challenge between Disney's top celebrities, this time those who have voiced a single Disney character. Today is March 7th, 2023. This is episode 545 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey guys! Make sure you check us out on the web at mainstmagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at mainstmagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you're planning a trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, it can be overwhelming and at times just downright frustrating. But Mouse Dining removes the frustration of booking your Disney dining reservations, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. They have worked out for us for several dining reservations coming up, including the brand new Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios, as well as the soon-to-be-reopening Narcoosies. Head to msmfriends.com to use this free service. Before we get into today's episode, though, we have a special few guests that want to tell you about an upcoming event. Right, so I am here. We are here with our new friend, Mark Daniel, and we are also here with Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street House, and they have something very cool to tell you guys about, an event coming up. Uh, Mark, you want to kick it off and tell us a little bit about the event that is coming up this weekend? Yes, it's exciting because we have a Disney trivia night, and uh, it's called A Night of Magic. And what's cool about it is we've got Team High Five, and Michael is here as well. Uh, we see we're all going over the edge to raise money for Give Kids the World. Now, Give Kids the World is a great charity, Scott and Michelle. You can tell us a little bit about that. They help terminal children and their families have a expense-free week of fun and dreams coming true. And that's the charity I like to support and um, we're supporting as well, right? Yeah, we did. We uh, Last year, Mark and I actually did go over the edge and it was fantastic. And we're just doing it again. This time we're gonna try to raise even more money as a team as opposed to doing it individually like yeah. we did last year. So this year as a team with Michael, Mark and myself, we're gonna go over the edge and uh, this trivia night next week, next Saturday, mm -hmm. we're gonna uh, hopefully bring out a ton of people, raise a bunch of money for the village and uh, help out with some of these trips for these people. Definitely. And, and Michael, you've never been over the edge, I correct? was just going to say. never been over are, the are edge. Are you excited, scared? I, I am very excited. Give Kids the World holds a special place yeah. in my heart because we actually had a family member um, uh, stay there for a week. Uh, he's not with us anymore, but they were fantastic. So I was ready to jump in the minute, the minute I saw everything. I was ready to go. So, yeah, I'm ready, ready to go over the edge. Now, Figgy, uh, my wife, and Michelle is here for support. Michelle, you're not going over the edge, right? I am not going over the edge, but Figgy but and I are going to cheer you on from the ground. But the, the most important thing is raising money with our trivia yes. night. It's $25 a ticket. There's going to be raffles, so you get a raffle when you buy your ticket. So Eventbrite, you can get those tickets. Yes. It's from 7 till 10 p.m., and we've got a celebrity as well. We've got Ike Essendon. And he's from Disney's Escape to Witch Mountain and a Return from Witch Mountain. Yes. Yes. So he'll be there as well. We've got prizes. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, Michelle, you and I are hosting. We are hosting. Yes, and we will be uh, 
talking about our own trivia questions, won't we? We That's have right. all kinds of different categories yeah, for yeah. everyone. Everybody came up with a category. Who'd you get? What category? Uh, a galaxy far, far away. That's right. And Michelle, you got I have Disney history. And of course, Scott, we know what uh, Scott has. It's all Marvel yeah. all the time. And I've got parks and resorts. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So get your Disney knowledge ready. Thank you to all your listeners for supporting us. Yes. Yes. So much. Get those Thank tickets you. and we'll see you on Saturday night at the Malia. Yeah. In celebration from 7 to 10 p.m. Perfect. Thank Super you. excited. We thank you guys so much. Obviously, we love Give Kids the World. Um, and, and we're huge into Give Kids the World now because of all of you and for introducing us to everybody over there. So thank you guys so much. We're super excited. Uh, go ahead. Go out. Get those tickets. We'll post links as well in the notes. And I want to say real quick, I want to say inspired by you. You had a fantastic trivia night and it was a lot of fun. Thank so you. Thank you for that inspiration. And, and made so much magic. better by having you all involved yeah. in that as well. So yeah, you get a team together and yeah. and uh, yeah, great things happen. So thank you all so very much. Thank you guys Thanks, too. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, Scott, Michelle, Michael, everybody else involved with Give Kids the World. Check out this event coming this Saturday, March 11th from 7 to 9 p.m. at Melia in celebration Orlando. If you go out to our social media, you can find a link to buy your tickets, only $25 per person. So come out, please, and support them and support Give Kids the World Village. All right, today's episode is part two of our Disney voice actor series. If you go back to episode uh, 544 was part one, where we were pitting against each other the top 16 voice actor actors that have been in multiple Disney and Pixar roles, mm-hmm. uh, at least in, uh, including one movie from the past decade. What we're going to do today is we're going to talk about Disney voice actors of movies that have done a single role basically within a Disney movie okay. series, it could be technically, um, and these are going to date back to 1990. It is way too Ooh. hard to go all the way back to the classics to bring in the Maleficence and but the still 1990 like is far back. We got a while now. 1990 <laughs> was a long time oh, ago. It, was a very it long blows time. my mind now when I go to buy, go to the grocery store, or go to the liquor store, and you see what year people were allowed to be born in. 2002. Can't even do the math. 2002. Yeah. And only just I saw recently it realized. I didn't know that that you could um, that they moved the smoking age. <laughs> You're. 15-year-old daughter yeah. taught you that. It's the same as drinking now. Yes. Which which good. I mean I think good. I think that's a great Very idea, good. but I did not know and it yep. happened like 3-4 years ago. So, shows how much I keep up with the uh nicotine group. You actually keep up with a lot. So I do. That's I'm that's not on my list you though. You didn't know. So, much like uh last time and we mm-hmm. put this uh, disclosure out there, it Buzz is really feed. really hard to to come up with these brackets and lists because yeah. and not have your own opinion right heavily be involved right so what we would like to do is we like to go out and find you know some different sites and sources that have um, really put this together from the grand scheme of things that is more of the overall because I would rank these probably differently on my own yeah based and on who my favorite are ones as oh well? for sure. We talked last episode, and it wouldn't count because we're talking Disney and Pixar, but Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon is unbelievable. Right. I'd have him in the top five voice actors of all time in that single style role, um, yeah. but not allowed to be included. So this time, if you are unhappy with the seatings or the pairings- <laughs> BuzzFeed. No, do not bl- blame BuzzFeed oh, this time, Rhonda. Who you, are we blaming this time? <laughs> you blame Watch Mojo. <laughs> because they ranked- okay. The top 25 
Disney voice acting roles. Okay. Uh, we went through. We took all the ones from 1990. Had okay. to kind of relist them a little bit, reseed them a little bit to come up with our top 16 because that makes but the you bracket did much from easier. 1990 and then literally only had 16. No, we're out of the 25? top 16. Yeah, oh, there's way more than 25. There were ones that had right, the top right. 50, the top. Uh, okay. Yeah, oh. but we're taking only the, the 16 because that makes the bracket that much easier. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, so first, what we're going to do is we are going to run through the seeds from 16 down to one mm-hmm. because we want you to get an idea of where mm-hmm. everybody is seated. Uh, we'll play a little clip of their famous role <laughs> and then Rhonda and I are going to go and we're going to vote uh, much like last time there's only two of us so if we do where's not your, agree where's your tails and I, your I did not even get a quarter again this uh, time okay. I need change in the desk so we'll just have to make some sort of heads and tails card again like we did last time where'd it go um I threw it in the garbage why Rhonda I was not thinking ahead if I'm being <laughs> honest <laughs> So we'll run through, um, we'll just read these back and forth, and Rhonda, why don't you go ahead and start with our 16 seed. Jerry Orbach as Lumiere, Beauty and the Beast, 1991. Ah, yes, when she comes in, give her a dashing debonair smile. Come, come, show me the smile. Number 15, Patrick Warburton as Kronk, The Emperor's New Groove, year 2000. Well, you got me. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. Number 14, Danny DeVito as Phil in Hercules, 1997. Hey, what out, buddy? I love how this sounds like we're reading uh, at the Oscars. <laughs> This is really good. All right, uh, number 13, Mandy Moore is Rapunzel, Entangled from 2010. Well, tomorrow evening, they will light the night sky with these lanterns. You will act as my guide, take me to these lanterns, and return me home safely. Then, and only then, will I return your satchel to you. Number 12, Josh Gad as Olaf. And Frozen franchise, 2013 to 19 and counting. I, I'm going to question the seating later. Hello? No, not yellow. Yellow and snow? No go. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Number 11, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Maui in Moana, 2016. I'm trying to be sincere for once, and it feels like you're distracted. No, no. Really? Because you're looking at me like I have a (gasps) shark head. Number 10, Pat Carroll as Ursula, the Little Mermaid, 1989, you said 90. Yes, hurry home, princess. We wouldn't want to miss old daddy's celebration, now would we? (laughs) Number nine, Eartha Kitt as Yzma. In the Emperor's New Groove from 2000. Why do we even have that level? Get out of my way. Number eight, Adina Menzel as Elsa in the Frozen franchise. 2013, 10 counting. You asked for my blessing, but my answer is no. Now, 
Excuse me. Your Majesty, if I may ease no, your... No, you may not, and I, I think you should go. The party is over. Close the gates. Number seven, Angela Lansbury is Mrs. Potts. Beauty and the Beast, 1991. Now, Chip, I'll not have you making up such wild stories. Number six, Eddie Murphy as Mushu in Mulan, 1998. All right, that's it. Dishonor. Dishonor on your whole family. Make a note of this. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Number five, Nathan Lane as Timon, The Lion King, 1994. Of course. Who's the brains in this outfit? Uh. My point exactly. Jeez, I'm fried. Let's get out of here and find some shade. Number four, James Woods as Hades, Hercules, 1997. How sentimental. You know, I haven't been this choked up since I got a hunk of moussaka caught in my throat. Huh? So is this an audience or a mosaic? Number three, Jeremy Irons as Scar, The Lion King, 1994. Life's not fair, is it? You see, I, well, I shall never be king. <laughs> and you shall never see the light of another day. <laughs> and you. Number two, James Earl Jones as Mufasa in The Lion King, 1994. Simba, I'm very disappointed in you. I know. You could have been killed. You deliberately disobeyed me. And what's worse, you put Nala in danger. And finally, our number one seed should be no surprise to anyone. The top contender. We will see if anyone can take him out. The one and only Robin Williams as the genie in Aladdin from 1992. 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. Hang on a second. Whoa! It feel good to be out of there. I'm telling you, nice to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, where are you from? What's your name? So when we go back and look at the seeds, I'm going to go ahead and throw something out there and admit it is that we had to make a swap. Um, and, and that's why Ursula comes in from The Little Mermaid in 1989. We'll just say this goes back to 1989. The original <laughs> number 10 seed was actually Vincent Price from um, The Great Mouse Detectives. And and this is where sometimes personal opinion comes in. Um We've not seen this movie. <laughs> Wait, I have. You have seen it? Yes. Put that on another when you haven't. Um, what's your name? Um, oh my gosh, the girl. Yes, I've seen this movie. I've not seen it, so I took Vincent I I swapped out Vincent Price for Pat Carroll as Ursula. I mean, I know obviously The Little Mermaid way more than I know. Of course. That, but I have seen that movie. How have you not? Okay. Chuck, Amy, add it to the list. Lord of mercy. Um. So, but but again, any of these seeds, if you do not agree with them, you can send all hate mail to Watch Mojo. Okay. So, we're gonna get into pitting these against each other, and we'll have a little discussion of what we think. Again, if we agree on the pick, we move on. Mm-hmm. If we have a disagreement, we have to sway the other person to agree with their pick. If we can't do that, then we flip heads or tails, or should I say rip this paper in half, write H on one, (laughs) T on the other, because I wasn't smart enough to bring a quarter. It's been a day. 
this is our second episode of the day we're recording. Uh, we're trying to get ahead of the game since we'll be gone all weekend, not back till late Sunday. Yeah. And then we're actually recording again. We're guesting on another podcast uh, at 7.30 this evening. We still have to pack. We've got to do dinner. Oh my we've gosh, got to it's do, 6 o'clock. We've got to uh, shout. We've got lots to do. So Holy moly. We are going to promise to give you And I want to go to bed best, by 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? We can do that. I think that one will be easy. Okay. All right. Let's start off. Okay. Number one, Robin Williams is Genie. Versus number 16 seated, Jerry Orbach as Lumiere. Oh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. But I love Lumiere. He's he's really good in that. Did you, who did you prefer, prefer more, Jerry Orbach in the animated? Or would you rather go Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor. God, I love him. I agree, actually. I love him so much. I, lo- I, I really enjoy a lot of the um, voice acting in the live action Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. That, of course, doesn't count because we're talking animated Correct. Disney Pixar. Correct. Um, but that hate mail you can send directly to Rhonda. <laughs> we're going to go with our number eight seed, Adina Menzel as Elsa versus number nine, Eartha Kitt as Yzma. I'm going Adina. Yeah, I got to go Adina. I mean, the singing chops alone. Uh, I, I, I'm I love gonna... Yzma. She's great. And... Right now, Lucy's very upset <laughs> with us. Oh, right. I know she is. She loves Yzma. But um, I, yeah, Adina, because again, it, here's the hard part. These are supposed to be one-time things, right? We could say one character. Okay, one yeah. character. And and maybe there's, you know, Yzma and other th- things. But, I mean, you've got Elsa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... She's in one, two, now going to be three. She's in all the spinoffs, everything. The the um, the Once one upon a snowman. Yeah, yeah. all of them, all it, of them. So I, I think much like we talked about Anna in the last episode, is Elsa, Adina, truly made this her part and her yeah, role. Did. And it is going to leave a legacy. Is yeah. one of the biggest Disney franchises ever. That's really hard to ignore. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. As much of a Emperor's New Groove yeah. fan that I am, yeah, no, I didn't know that Eartha Kitt voiced Isma. To be honest, I mean, we're talking about music legend Eartha Kitt. Like I listened to her in the car with my dad growing up, <laughs> you know. And so wow. I will say, there's that's a testament for what what a wonderful job she did making Isma her own. Yeah. Um, and again, no fault to her. Mm-hmm. You just got pitted up against Adina Menzel. Mm-hmm. Who is again one of the probably best vocalists I can think of in our lifetime, in our generation? I mean, she's unbelievable. Yeah, she's it's good. it's still I think thank God that they gave her her due in Disenchanted because they cast Adina Menzel in Enchanted and she didn't sing. Well, it's a travesty. But did did they really know she could yet? What when was? Uh, yeah, they knew she could sing. Oh. The Broadway superstar. Oh, I don't know. All right, so we are moving on. Adina. We're going to move on to our number four, James Woods as Hades, and number 13, Mandy Moore as Rapunzel. Mm, sorry, Mandy Moore. Are you kidding me? Yeah, sorry. First of all, I'll say this. If I worked for Watch Mojo, I would have put, and I was pulling Rapunzel, I'd have put Zachary Levi in replace of Mandy Moore. I think he took the Flynn Rider role to a completely different level than Mandy Moore did. I agree with you, but Mandy Moore all the way. I mean, good Lord, talk about dating myself too. Mandy Moore and, um, oh God, what was that movie where um, she was dying and um, 
I'm sure I haven't seen it. Nope, you haven't. But it was good. <laughs> and everybody knows probably what I'm talking about. And I just, like, Mandy Moore, I don't know. Like, I liked her. She was good. She was a good singer. She's outstanding she was... in it. Another one that we talked about last time, you know, is that a lot of times you have these uh, voice actresses that do not lend, lend to the singing part. And she did. Yeah. Which is great. Oh, of course, she well, was because a she was a singer before. <laughs> yeah. You Correct. know what else? She was. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna start trying to make a reference every single episode now. She was also in Scrubs. Oh, as JD's girlfriend for several That's episodes. That's right. And she's I outstanding. Do remember I adore that. Mandy Moore. She's adorable. She is adorable. Her and Zach Braff dated in real life during that time <gasps> period. They did. That would have been an adorable couple. James Woods is Hades, though. Mm. I think is one of the best voiced villains there it is. It was good. It was and real good. From my understanding, he ad-libbed a ton during that. Really? Went off script, ad-libbed, a ton of the stuff was left in there. I mean, if if they do a live action, or when they do a live action Hercules, the Russo brothers are supposed to be working on it. Really? Okay, I want to live Bring back action. James Woods as Hades. Like, that's one, like, you brought back, you might hear him later, James Earl Jones as Mufasa in the live action Lion King. Bring back James Woods as Hades. One of the top five voiced Disney villains of all time, in my personal opinion, he. Do we have to flip a coin? Have I convinced you? It's James Woods as Hades. No, I think the role is so good that you watch Hades in, and and I don't have trivia or anything brought up. The look in everything of Hades was so James Woods, like they based the character, the design of the character off of James Woods. They did in many ways with Manny Moore and Rapunzel, but only at the end when her hair gets cut off and she goes with the short brown that we were all very used to seeing growing up with Mandy Moore. Right. Do I have to say James Woods is Hades once again? We're going to have to flip a coin for this one. We really need some sort of live call-in show where we can get votes and this isn't left up to a torn piece of paper. You mean call um, Chuck right now? I, I, don't, I, I, I don't believe that in the end, either one of these is going to win the whole thing. So it may not matter. So if you're going to make me flip a coin, I will flip a coin for you, my love. <laughs> but. Ugh, fine, whatever. You take James Woods? I'll, I'll take it. But. Okay. Later, if we disagree on one and you can't convince me, I'll I'll hand you a gimme. Okay. Is that fair? Fair. Okay. Next, number five, Nathan Lane is Timon. Verse number 12, mm. Josh Gad is Olaf. Oh, gosh. This is an, un, I think this is completely unfair um, seating wise. Well, first of all, Josh Gad, Josh should, have Gad should not have been number 12. No, nowhere near number 12. Correct. Um, Nathan Lane is unbelievable. Oh, it's Simone. Great, great voice actor. Love it. But we've said it with Elsa. We've said it with Anna. We've said it with Adina. we said it with Kristen. I mean. We're like, talking legacy. Josh We're talking is, the oh, biggest I, impression that you can have. And he's been in so many different things. And I don't even like see him anymore as which is sad i i think i don't know what his paycheck and his family says about it <laughs> but i almost feel like it's sad that he's olaf like i see josh oh, yeah. Gad and i'm like oh look it's olaf i mean I literally even in beauty and the beast the live action like i love him as lefou outstanding it's olaf yeah i know it's olaf like it's it, it's you didn't watch i didn't make you watch little monsters did i no, I saw the commercials and I I think I was scared to watch it because Josh Gad is so Disney now to me that it looked where I Oh, this is gory and dirty word. Yeah, and I and thought I I didn't want to look at Josh Gad differently. Not that I think I ever would, right. but I just still 
was like, mm, now nah, I'm good. If you watch that movie and you close your eyes, you can hear Olaf say <laughs> the F word. Because oh. it, it I agree. I think that. But here's the thing. When it first came about, I didn't feel I didn't watch Olaf, who, first of all, is my favorite Disney character of all time. Wow. Favorite overall Disney character of all time. If I am ever in a bad mood or I'm feeling down or whatever, I put on the Olaf Presents series. I watch all of them in a row and it immediately makes me happy. You just want to call Josh and be like, hey, I just need to talk to you. I, I do. I'm in a bad I do. Mood. If he could be like my <laughs> emotional support snowman, <laughs> it would be outstanding. I, I just I think that he has owned that role so well and he owns it in a way that like he's okay saying, you're right, I'm Olaf. That I'm Olaf. Like, I. I mean, I would think. I would think he's got a, a beautiful family. Yeah. Uh, he loves dis. He literally loves Disney. Yeah. I mean, I would if if all of a sudden somebody came to me and was like, "You're, I don't know what. I'm Main Street Magic, and everybody knows us in the world." Yeah, I'm okay with that. You accept that role. You love that role. You embrace that role, and that's what he's done. Absolutely. And I think in the end, and, and, and it stinks because Nathan Lane is outstanding as Timon. Yeah. Absolutely. I think he 100% des- deserves the five seed. Yeah. I just don't think he should have met Josh Gad in the first round. Okay. So I'm going to send some mail to watch Mojo <laughs> for putting me in such a situation. All right, let's move up to our number two seed, James Earl Jones as oh Mufasa. Gosh. Versus Patrick Warburton as Kronk. Oh, that's hard because I love both of them. Holy moly. This is... Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah, I, I think You're you have to... you Patrick? I would love to, but I don't I don't think it's the right pick. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, it's James Earl Jones. I know. It's Darth Vader. It's to reprise his role in the live action. There is no voice like James Earl Jones. Not for nothing. I am so thankful that they literally did James Earl Jones again for the live action because there's no other voice in my opinion. You can't can't replace him. No. Um, Without going a completely different direction. Talk about that when we get back to the second round if we want. Um yeah, and this is a hard one because, you know, we talked a lot about this last episode. And again, if you, I know we keep going back, but you may not have listened to last episode. If not, why? It was <laughs> excellent. I don't know what you're doing with your life. But one of the big things that we both feel is that can you watch a voice actor role and not immediately know who the actor is? In these situations, both of these, James Earl oh, Jones, Patrick Warbutton. 100%. Or you're saying that's the guy from Soren because you don't know his name. <laughs> but so that's what makes this one hard is or, because. Um, Putting us again, dating us, um, which I really should stop saying that. I do apologize because I know there's probably older people that listen to us and younger If you people. bring up rules of engagement, you're my favorite person <gasps> yes, ever. Yes, I love rules of engagement. I, mean, you already I was going to say that. Were you really? Yes. If you have not seen rules of that engagement so good. with Patrick Warburton, David Spade, love and it. Oliver Hudson. Yes. Um, and a wonderful female cast who I apologize cannot... Uh, remember I can't all their remember names their off names the top of my head now. there, but outstanding, yeah. yep. I think, underrated sitcom. Uh, put that on your list. Put uh, old or new adventures of old Christine on your mm. list from from last uh, episode. So we're going, we're going, James. We're going. Yeah. I mean, again, and here's the thing. 
the reason they both sound like themselves in their roles is because their voices awesome oh yeah they've got some good voices like if james earl jones came in oh my gosh and he tried to do a different voice for mufasa disney would be like no no no, no. we hired you because you're <laughs> james freaking earl freaking jones yeah please don't change it that's why we want you field of dreams amy chuck oh. never seen field of dreams these two Jesus. episodes are going to have people after Are you me, serious? This is another one I've never sat down from beginning to end and watched the movie in its entirety. I've seen plenty clips. Oh my God, that is the greatest baseball movie ever. I feel like I would put it up have above. Have you seen Rookie of the Year? The Sandlot? Yeah, I've seen them all. And, and you're putting Field of Dreams as number one? God, that is a good movie. What about Basketball? It was a mashup of basketball and baseball. <laughs> I sort of say I'd even put it up against A League of Their Own. That's oh, a good movie. That's a good, good movie. The Field of Dreams. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Well, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> yes. I know everything about it. I don't oh, need to see it. God, it's good. Builds, builds a builds a field in his cornfield. Builds a baseball field in his cornfield to reconnect with I'm, his dead dad. Okay. So, League of Their Own. They first female. All right, cool. They win. Okay. Mm, it's got Tom Hanks. Mm. They recently on the Goldbergs referenced, because that takes place in the 80s, they referenced Field of Dreams, who, uh, if you've not caught up with the Goldbergs, by the way, I did not realize that they um, had to kill Murray. That was a spoiler alert. <laughs> well, okay, we're not real... talking about this. All right, so moving we're on. moving on James Earl Jones. All right, next. Number seven, Angela Lansbury is Mrs. Potts. Verse this. This is a tough matchup. Number 10, Pat Carroll is Ursula. Oh, wow. I'm going to take Pat Carroll. I am too. You are? Okay. Oh, God. I don't want to, but I do because she is so good. P Mrs. Potts as Angela Lansbury. I love Angela Lansbury. She's great. Murder, she wrote? Exactly. She sings and she sings amazing. I don't know. I just... Here's what I would Ursula. do. I would take if you want if you want the tiebreaker, and which we're not because we both picked Pat Carroll. Let's go to the singing. Poor unfortunate souls. Mm. Verse a tale as old as time. Poor unfortunate souls. That is, in my opinion, a masterclass in a villain. Yeah, I think because it, I just started to say I think because it's a villain and the way she has to like. Where at one point she's almost singing like happy, like yeah. you know, like hey, I I I trade this person, this that I help this, I do this, and then and then she's like, then she gets dark, and then she gets mm -hmm. deep, and she gets whereas Tale is old as time. Don't get me wrong, freaking love that song. I have it tattooed on my arm, but. It is just a beautiful, romantic, dancing song. Yeah. So, I, I would say yeah. that when you look, though, at the tone and the inflection of Poor Unfortunate Souls, like you just said, it goes from an almost, in a way, a happy vibe. Yep. You know, uh, to a just, whoa, mm -hmm. this is dark. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Pat Carroll. Okay. The late Pat Carroll. Next, Aww, Jeremy Irons died. as Scar versus Danny DeVito as Philocrates. That's a tough one, too, because I love me some Danny DeVito. I love Scar. I love Jeremy boy, Irons. Boy, Jeremy Irons owns that role. Jeremy Irons 
that is the one major thing that I was so disappointed and upset with. And I think Disney screwed up royally in the live action is leaving that song out. Because nobody could do it. Jeremy Irons. Is he still alive? Yeah. Okay. He could have done it. They got James Earl Jones. But isn't the Why isn't not? the myth and and I do apologize everyone that we don't have the notes right in front of us. Jeremy Irons didn't sing the entire oh yeah song because he blew his vocals out but and they brought in somebody else to cover his brother. I can't remember somebody. But oh god, no, I agree. I, I think having that I, they should have made that song work. Mm. I don't care what they had to do; they should have had it I in don't the care. movie. It was okay. a huge. There letdown. are so many talented people in this world yeah. that and oh, there's like sure. I mean, all right, come on, y'all. You got Tom Hanks. Who goes to Toy, like, raise of hand, who goes to Toy Story Land and think Tom Hanks is actually Woody? It's not, spoiler alert, because everybody just raises their hand. It is his brother. Yeah. Jeremy know that. Yeah. Tom Hanks was only um, contracted for the yeah. movie and whatever And if everybody roles, else knows, it's because y'all are really smart and y'all know things. <laughs> you just learned this the other weekend, right, when I told you. But, yeah, and it's so funny because I... Uh, I'd be hard pressed to yeah. like go. That's not Tom Hanks. Yeah. So his so, brother fills in on theme parks, video games, merchandise. So if you have a, a, a toy Woody, a Woody doll Aww. and you pull the string, that's his brother. That's amazing to know that. But that's what I'm saying. Like we have so many talented people. Come on. Like Jeremy Irons talks and you have all these people that you go, I can sound like Jeremy Irons. I can sound. Yeah, but it's one thing to sound like and it's one thing to sing like. Well, that's what I mean. But we're picking Jeremy Irons, correct? Yes. I do. I love me some Danny DeVito, though. I do, too. You know, <laughs> you've never funny. watched uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yes, have you? Yes, with you. Yeah. yeah. Danny DeVito in that is absolutely he is funny. He's just funny in everything. Oh, like, oh my out, gosh. He's wonderful. Um, he's Jumanji. In, he's in Haunted Mansion. He's in Haunted Mansion The new Haunted now. Mansion yeah. remake that's coming up, along with Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to move on to... Ah, man, watch Mojo. I'm seriously having a chat with them because they're making this hard. Eddie Murphy as Mushu, number six seed, versus Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Maui as an 11 seed. Dwayne. You're picking Dwayne. God, I love Eddie Murphy. Like, donkey and everything he does. Like, I mean, I love... But we got to go on these roles. I know, so I'm picking Dwayne. Oh, man. Who are you picking? It's... I'm... I'm hard pressed to not pick Eddie. Um, and in his his overall line of work, again, going as a kid who grew up on Beverly Hills Cop, on, mm. on Trading Places, on 48 Hours, yep. on Saturday Night Live, Eddie Murphy was king. Yeah. And I will actually say, I think his role as Donkey is one of my favorite voice roles ever. <laughs> so good. I reference Donkey so at least every week. He's in the old Haunted Mansion. Yes. I, which we actually enjoyed that haunted, that live yeah. action Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Um, here's one thing I did not know is that The Rock could pull off the singing portions. I think. I love his, Eddie, but has he sang? I'm sure he has. Um, I mean, he sang as James Brown in the hot tub in Saturday Night Live. <laughs> one, okay. of my, one of my favorite skits. But I mean, like, him is Gummy, him is Buckwheat. In, an, is... <laughs> in any Disney stuff um, that we're talking about, because Dwayne The Rock Johnson not only started as a wrestler, which is amazing to me, but he sings. He started as a football player. Oh, well. 
You need to watch Young Rock. Oh, it's yeah. really, really yeah. good. And if even 20% of his story is true as they depict, obviously, in Young Rock. Whew. Um, all right. Here's your gimme. Because I'm picking Eddie Murphy as much as I love The Rock. But you gave me James Wood. You're not convincing me. Therefore, I will give you The Rock. But I get to stick by How my Eddie Murphy you? pick. Because I, I think Eddie Murphy as Mushu is unbelievable. Okay. We played the we played the clip earlier. The dishonor on you. <laughs> I mean dishonor on your cow. That whole that he's so good. And that's You're one welcome. of those ones. Oh. Sharkhead. That scene makes me laugh so hard. We played yeah. that one earlier. We're gonna move on with the rock. All right, we're up okay. in the top. We are number one. Robin Williams as Genie versus number eight, Adina Menzel as Elsa. I, 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 I mean, how is Robin Williams, the late Robin Williams, not taking this whole thing? Part of me is like, look, Robin I Williams. didn't want to say and move ahead. I don't know that he can be unseated. Robin Williams as the genie is the best voice acting ever. And part of this is are just, we done now? I mean, no, <laughs> well, well, this is this is fun. There was literally part of me that was like, do we not include him? And we just do an homage to him at the beginning because I don't think it's fair yeah. for anyone to go up against him. Um, I mean, in all fairness, and if he was still, yeah, that'd be the hard part. If he was still living, he would have done so much more. I Well, when you, you, you know, you look at, you look at Robin Williams body of work and I'll put it along the lines of a, you know, falling in his footsteps is a Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, and I'll even go with an Adam Sandler where you went from these comedic roles to turning to some of the darkest roles in cinematic history. I mean, Robin Williams in, Oh, I actually don't know that I ever saw the whole thing. The one where he was the, um, he, um, did the film. It was, Oh, what was that called? That was like one of his first dark roles, but I, my favorite Robin Williams role of all time is him as, um, rainbow Randolph in death to smoochie. Oh, yeah. Which is a cult classic. You made me watch that. Uh, Ed Norton. It it, is Smoochie. Yeah. Rainbow Randolph. If you have not seen this, it is Robin Williams at his absolute best. And like you've never seen him. It is some of the darkest humor. But he goes from just one area to another. And him as Genie. If you look, if he played Genie just regular as Robin Williams, it'd be one of the best. But he took his onstage comedy routines and put it into this character from the from the impressions Mm -hmm. to and again this is one you watch genie and you you can tell that they built genie out of robin williams yeah yep um 100 there's no chance he doesn't he doesn't win this round for sure we're we're actually fans of the live action aladdin i'm a big fan 100 i love it i do too I think Will Smith was very, very smart or whoever made the decision. If it was Guy Ritchie, you know, with Will Smith, I don't know, to say, look, let's give some homage to Robin Williams and that genie character. You're never going to live up to it. Nope. You're not even going to touch it. Nope. Make it your own. Yep. But give a little back. Yep. And I think that's what Will Smith did. And I think 100%. he did an excellent job. To I do honest. too. I really do. Like I went in feeling like that because I knew that 
he couldn't be that. And and I mean, Will Smith is wrapped. Jeremy Fresh Prince of Bel Air has made you know I've watched. Oh, he's that. the DJ. I'm the rapper. Was uh, yeah. on repeat growing up as a kid. Literally, Will Smith rap. So the major fact of when he's singing "Friend Like Me" and says you know when he goes into and then he can do this and he he literally and raps i I just was like boom right there done mic drop he made it his own yeah and from then on i just was like wow this is incredible and this is no we're not taking anything away from robin robin will always be the blue animated genie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's it. W- would you like a Would you like a little uh, Jeremy Stein young child story? <laughs> I don't know if you've heard before. Oh Lord, sure. The, the year is nineteen eighty eight. Oh my goodness. He's the DJ. You're not even ten years old yet. You're no. nine. I'm nine. I'm in fourth grade. Uh, he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. Is probably my favorite album at the moment. And parents just don't understand is my favorite song. We were tasked in fourth grade. I can't remember exactly what it was. It is something along the lines of writing a a poem or a song or something about yourself. So I didn't know any better. I wasn't intentionally trying to plagiarize, but I went in and took the lyrics to Parents Just Don't Understand. Stop it. And I changed it all up to be about me. So I changed the local mall to the name of our mall. I changed names. I changed, like I changed, I probably changed about 30 to 40% of the lyrics into fitting me. Fourth-year-old kid growing up in Damascus, Maryland, right? And they still called it plagiarism? Because is that, when you change it... I can't remember the percentage. But anyway, I turn it in. Teacher's mind is blown. (laughs) A plus, (laughs) like, or whatever they're given at that time. Satisfactory plus. I don't know what the grades were then. Uh, Well, in here in St. John's County, third grade, you start getting A, Bs, and C's. Okay, so then maybe Mm -hmm. I was getting A plus, plus, pluses. Okay. And um, she... It just again blown away i don't know what came about a couple days later she had never heard the song something comes to her attention that that's where i got it from who the teacher somebody brought that somebody said probably the kid next happened. to me that got a d was like that guy stole that anyway long story short i had to redo the entire thing and that did not count for my grade so what was your grade then after you had to i have no idea what i did after that because oh. my, I, I think I did um, about having a nightmare on Elm Street, but instead it was a, a nightmare on my street. Not, again, just another he's the DJ, I'm the rapper reference. Okay. okay. We are moving down to our next one, which is number four. My pick, James Wood is Hades versus number 12, Josh Gad is Olaf. I'm sorry, James. Yeah. Josh, Josh Gad. We're, we're moving on. We, we've discussed why. Um, all right. Up into number two, James Earl Jones. Verse number 10, Pat Carroll is Ursula. James Earl Jones. Hero versus a villain. I cannot disagree with James Earl Jones. Nope. All right. Next down to number three seed, Jeremy Irons is Scar. Verse number 11, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Maui. I don't think that's as Scar. easy. Are you picking? They both sing. They yeah. both. Scar. Okay. Do I? Do I Sorry. And this is based on literally, you're talking Maui. We're not talking like, we're not talking anything else. Yeah, the Rock and, and does. I can't go with my favorite. I need to go with who is the best. And that's Jeremy Irons. 
Jeremy Irons is the better voice actor in that situation. 100%. Menacing. Absolutely menacing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're down to our final four. Let me go over them again. Number one, Robin Williams is Genie, if you've heard of him. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, number 12, Josh Gad is Olaf. On the other side, we got number two, James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Verse number three, Jeremy Irons is Scar. Lion King versus Lion King. Oh, my goodness. All right, first, Robin Williams versus Josh Gad. I love you, Josh Gad. <gasps> very, very much. I love Olaf. Favorite Disney character, animated, live, anything of all time. It's Robin Williams as the genie. Was gonna go we already Josh discussed Gad. it. You're going to go Josh Gad. You're incorrect. <gasps> I mean, I'm sorry, but you're incorrect. Okay. I, I mean, do we can flip a coin if we want, but I no, think it's the wrong pick. I know. I do. <sighs> I think Robin Williams' single work as the genie. But you're here's the hard part. Is, is hard to beat. But this is the Frozen franchise. You're talking. You're talking. You're, you you're talk telling legacy. me. You're telling me that Robin Williams as the genie is beating out your favorite Olaf. The what is it called? Where he. Does all he does he does the Lion King? No, oh, Olaf presents. Yeah, you can't count that though. Why? Why? Because we're counting movies. This is characters in a movie. Even though he does multiple, I know it's hard. It's the He's, whole body wait, of work. What? He's, okay. We He's can, well, it's, you know what? Actually, that's not true. It is single character. This one doesn't have to go to sing just movies. It's as a single character, which as is Olaf. I am one and like. The way he, I mean, I'm sorry and God rest his soul, but Olaf, Josh Gad, as Olaf presents, I mean, the Little Mermaid, the Lion King. I've seen them. I'll probably watch them after this. He even does Aladdin. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I'm just. Here, let's go to the other side real quick and do James Earl Jones versus Jeremy Irons. Um not just because it's my namesake. I'm going to go with Jeremy Irons. Oh, you are? Yeah, I was because I'm going to go with James. Because I think, again, James Earl Jones is is James Earl Jones. Whereas Jeremy Irons is Scar, if that makes sense. I think the way that Jeremy Irons owns this role okay. and becomes I'll, one of the scariest villains ever made. I'll take that. Jeremy Irons also gets the entire um, movie. Jeremy I know that Irons. Josh Gad also does The Lion King. What was he in? The Three Musketeers. You know what? You have not. Oh, I've come not, on. I've not you seen have it. You've not seen. You know what I have seen though? Everybody will be very happy. The three amigos. Yeah, we don't care about Steve that. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase. Really? Yeah, we don't care about that. Martin Short. Um, Everybody cares care about, about the that. three amigos. Um, we're talking the three musketeers. Disney. It is a delicious candy bar. It's a Disney movie. It's got nugget inside. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, I can't remember. Yeah, is it? yeah, it is. But no, you're oh. going James. I'm going Jeremy. No, I said Jeremy. Oh, you are going Jeremy. Okay. That's what I was saying. He oh, okay. was in the three Oh, because he's in the three. I know. You can't count it, but it's still, we're going to go with I'm it. just saying. Okay. He's just a good guy. I he like got, it. He got the whole movie. He wasn't killed in the first 20, 30 minutes. And I know Mufasa's voice comes back and all, but still, Jeremy Irons gets an entire movie. Oh, uh, yeah. True. All right. Robin Williams, Josh Gad. That's all you. I, 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 I you know, I just. I can't. I can't. I, I would never 
say that Josh Gad is the new Robin Williams because no, I would never would say that. But we're looking at individual character. What if you broke it down to individual movie? If we if, if, let's pretend, I know you can't, but let's pretend we're taking Josh Gad's role in Frozen as Olaf only versus Robin Williams' role as Genie in Aladdin. That's hard, but that's still a very big competition because he's funny. It's amazing. Ah, uh, I yeah, I can't. I I okay. I can't not pick. You know what I think? So he's just gonna win the whole thing. You know what I think? What I think that Josh Gad would agree with Robin Williams. Okay, winning. Okay, I really do. All right. So are you okay with me yep. moving on, Robin Williams? Yep. All right. So Robin versus Jeremy. Robin. We know the win at Robin, right? Okay. Um. Salute. Yeah these 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 were really fun. These two episodes were a blast. This was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. If anybody, we have a lot of episodes lined up, but if anybody would want to see another bracket challenge type of thing, we've done a lot in the past: Disney songs, Disney rides, parks, bars, lounges, those things. But we really like doing them. And with March Madness here coming up. Um, you got to get it in March, though. So let us well, know. You're technically going to the first week of April eh. because that's when the Final Four and all is. Well, so no, um, it's, Mar- they, it's called March Madness for a reason, Jeremy. Well, that's when the the the, the all the madness happens. Exactly. So right. we'll... we probably won't fit one in because we have a lot of cool stuff coming uh-huh. up. Um, yeah, we've got some some different reviews. Uh, we're gonna get to do Tron next week on our AP preview. We're gonna do Roundup Rodeo Barbecue here at the end of the month. Um, we've got our anniversary coming next month where we booked Narcooses, which will be newly reopened. And we have a, a good friend who is over there now. We're Woo! super excited to go see Chris over there. Um, who, who was it? It was it Chris that told us recently that I never put it together because we love the guest experience managers and I never put together that the anagram is Jim. Mm-hmm. They're gems. And it's genius. Like leave it up a to Disney. gemstone. Yes. Leave it up to Disney. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we want to know your picks. Again, hate mail, not straight to us. They can either go to BuzzFeed or it can go to Watch Mojo. Um, if anybody at any time wants to go and put together their own bracket, then we can we can do that. You know, put your own bracket together of a certain topic or whatever it has to do around Disney. Absolutely. Uh, even Universal. So a lot of cool stuff coming up. If you want to get all that cool stuff, you want to subscribe. Get new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We've got a lot of stuff coming out on social media. You can follow us at Main ST Magic, especially on Instagram. We are pumping that up a little bit. Uh, made a couple changes to our Wonderland Crew Patreon group. A lot coming out of there, wonderlandcrew.com. Be nice to bees. Woo-hoo! Shirt designed by our 15-year-old daughter, Kaylin, at MainStreetShirts.com. That is enough with all the links and all the promotion, but we would be thankful if you're out there visiting and you're online, please. Could you leave us a rating and review because it helps our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney world. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts. Main street magic's bringing it home for you.